1: Is the Rich Eisen Show. Aloha, friends. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. I'll be back Monday when Aaron Rodgers is still a member of the Green Bay Packers. That'll be great. <laughs> um, and we'll spend the whole five days waiting for something to happen that probably won't happen until the draft. Earlier on the show, ESPN Packers reporter Rob Domovsky. Coming up, ESPN college basketball analyst Jay Billis. Michigan State head coach Tom Izzo. Arkansas saw men's basketball head coach Eric Musselman. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Hour number two of the Rich Eisen show is on the air. A lot of March Madness on the brain, and why not? The uh, round of 32 is now complete. We have sliced the field of 68. Don't forget the uh, the, the first four, okay. right? Um, right? Is it 68? Don't we forget uh, more than that. It's 68. 12. Yeah, yeah. I'm terrible. I'm terrible at math. More verbal. <laughs> uh, we've sliced it down to sixteen.
0: There's only sixteen left, Rich. Yeah,
1: got it. We do know that. Yeah, I got it.
0: Breaking news. <laughs> well, it's
1: sixty-four, in the, but there, there were there were eight teams that got in.
0: Yeah, but the for only games. for four spots. I got it.
1: So those other four that made it to the uh, opportunity to make it, we don't count well, them. they Technically, well, they get was, in.
0: There were sixty teams, and then there were eight players. Oh, okay. and, yeah. Let let Jay handle it. I understand.
1: (laughs) Eric Musselman of Arkansas, fresh off of knocking off Kansas, meaning we're going to have a new champ this year. He'll join us in the third hour. Tom Izzo. Outside of Magic Johnson, the only Michigan State Spartan I've ever liked. (laughs) He'll join us in our number three as well. And I did a deep dive on that, and it's true. I might up to talk about that a little more. (laughs) But those two. But joining us right here on the Rich Eisen Show, yes, we all know him from his years at Duke, but he's a Southern California basketball legend who, for Oak Ridge High, once took on Carver High for all of us to watch (laughs) back in the day. Jay Billis back here on the Rich Eisen Show from the Worldwide Leader in Sports. How are you, Jay?
3: I'm great, Rich, and I hope when Eric Musselman comes on, he's not on Zoom, because uh, I think you know he's got a penchant for taking his shirt yeah, off, I'm like not that. sure your listeners slash viewers are prepared for that. It's something you cannot unsee.
1: Well, I saw that yesterday, and I do intend to ask him uh, about that, but if I was 58 and, and, and had zero body fat, I'd be rocking that too. You know what I'm saying? I'd just, be, I'd just be on a table. But this is usually a shirts-on situation here on The Rich Eisen Show. Shirts on.
3: Yeah, thankfully. I still think it should be some sort of federal, perhaps state law, that people over 50 should not be allowed to take their shirts off in public.
1: (laughs) Even on a beach, Jay? I mean, how far do we go here since you're the legal expert? I mean, I don't know how enforceable such a thing is, Jay.
3: Oh, it's enforceable. It's enforceable. (laughs) I I don't, you know, a beach may be a different deal because people are probably prepared to see uh, the elderly, you know, not fully clothed, but um, you know, look, I, I, I think celebrating wins is important. You don't want winning to be a relief. Yes, but uh, but it was a relief when Eric put his shirt back on.
1: I gotta be honest too, Jay. You know what this is? This is the offshoot of co- of coaches not having to put on a suit and tie anymore. You know, it's such a rarity now. You just got a golf shirt on. You could you know, if he's got if he's suited and booted, we're not doing that. You're not seeing that. It's so rare. You see, that? I mean that's why I, that's part of the reason why I root for UCLA. You know, is Coach Cronin still rocks. The, 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 he's yeah. still he's still rocking like he's in Boardwalk Empire. It looks great to me. You know,
3: yeah, he, lo- he looks like a defense attorney in Southern California. He's gonna <laughs> he's gonna step up to the you know to the lectern and make a great sort of bond hearing argument for one of his clients that's clad in orange. Um, he he th- that would be a great. That would yeah. be a great, like, TV show.
1: He's, he's got know? that. He's got just that. that just call it the Mick. Yes. He's got the, that lean and Avenatti look to him, Jay. You know, he's got that Murder One sort of look to him, you know, back in the day. Remember that show? It'd be perfect. Remember that? Yeah, okay. of course I do. Course yeah, it'd be <laughs>
3: perfect. And, and he, he's like, uh, oh, God, what was that show that was on, uh, on
1: Amazon? Oh boy. Um, the oh. Goliath. Ah, yes. Yes.
3: would be perfect for Goliath.
1: Yeah, look at us. Oh, man. All right, let's stick to to our lanes then right now. Jay Bill is here on the Rich Eisen Show. Why are we, in your estimation, seeing more upsets than ever before? Third straight year, 11th time ever only, but third straight year, 15s popped off a two. Um, You know, UMBC now has company with Fairleigh Dickinson as a 16 seed to knock off a one. Why are we seeing that? more recently, Jay, do you think?
3: Well, we've only seen the 16 seed do it twice. Uh, one was 2018 when Virginia lost to UMBC, and Virginia was missing one of its best players, DeAndre Hunter, got injured right before that, and that was a, certainly a factor. I mean, they got beat by 20, so when it started going downhill on them, they didn't, they didn't know how to get out of it. The Purdue one was inexplicable. I mean, you know, fairly Dickinson, you have to give them a lot of credit because they won. But you also have to place name where it should be placed, and that's on Purdue. I mean, I, I don't think when, because there, there are a lot of people saying, wait a minute, Fairleigh Dickinson was the better team. No, they won on that day. You don't want to take that away from them. But, but come on. I mean, Fairleigh Dickinson is, was ranked 275th in the country in all the metrics, and that's after they jumped up by beating Purdue. And I, didn't, I don't even know where they were. They were around 300th. And they were ranked 353rd in the country in adjusted defense. Um, that was inexplicable. And, and you know, I, I don't think anybody said after Buster Douglas beat Mike Tyson that Buster Douglas is just the better fighter. No, you said, look, Mike Tyson was terrible. And, and that's what happened to Purdue. And it's three years in a row now for Purdue losing. They lost uh, three years ago to a 14 seed North Texas, lost last year to a 15 seed St. Peter's, and this year to a 16 seed, and uh, you know, right now, Purdue fans should be hoping they don't expand the field and get 17 seeds in there because that, that's that's hard to explain.
1: So you're saying it's just circumstances: Princeton beating Arizona and and Purdue going down to Fairleigh Dickinson, and it's not, uh, I guess, the proliferation of better talent across the country. Yeah.
3: Well, that's that may be part of it because Princeton has some really good shooters, and they can spread you out a little bit, but. What, what Arizona did, I mean, you could see it in the game. Arizona got scared, and they started playing not to lose instead of playing to win. And, you know, when you go into those games, there's a reason that the records of these, these games are heavily toward the, the higher seed. You know, like what, what, what is the 15 seed one in history, like 11 or 12 games? And those teams are better than the 16 seeds, substantially better. And so you're going you're gonna to face a team that can play, uh, but you should still win those games. And, and you, there are too many games you're, you're seeing, like Arizona. Um, that was a close game, and Arizona just wilted. And, uh, and Princeton played with nothing to lose. Now their next game, Princeton just spread out uh, Missouri. They, they, they were just better than Missouri uh, at playing their way. Um, so Princeton's very good. Uh, but I don't think anybody is anybody putting money on Princeton to win the whole thing. Like I don't think anybody's saying, "Hey, they're the best team." Uh, but man, they're really good, and it had to it had to hurt people from Missouri that uh, that that Ryan Langborg, uh, who sounds just like Langmore from uh, uh, from <laughs> Ozark, uh, the Langmores, you know, st- uh, stuck at the Missouri. Uh, that, that 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 was poetic.
1: Mm-hmm. Look at you! Look at you going Netflix on me. I didn't see that one coming. Jay. Oh,
3: I'm, I'm going below deck next. As soon as the time is over, I might <laughs> catch
1: up on below deck. Or Tiger King, huh? How about Princeton? There you go. How about that? Look at me making connections right there. I mean they're they're what what are their what's the Princeton odds right now? Uh, Princeton is sixteenth. They have the worst odds. hundred and fifty to one, Jay.
3: Yeah, I mean Princeton's good and they've done a great job, but you know it's kind of like in, in at Wimbledon or something if some tennis player ranked 100 in, in the world yeah. makes it through to the quarterfinals nobody's saying hey they're just as good as Roger Federer um that that's that's not the way this works but it's it's somehow the way like in this populist notion of the tournament you know people like to say hey aha they're just as good they've done an amazing job and Mitch Henderson's a a great coach and they play a, a, a difficult style to contend with in a one-game scenario. But I think it's going to be more – when you have a week to prepare for it, I think it makes it more difficult
1: for, for Princeton. So with two – one uh, Jay Bill is here on the Rich Eisen Show. With two one-seeds now um, gone, how, how does this open give – me, give, me, give me the team or the program that this opens things up for for the, a better chance now to cut down nets. What do you think? Jay.
3: Cut down nets. I mean, make it to the Final Four. So the East was turned upside down by both uh, Marquette and Purdue losing in the first weekend. Uh, Marquette was probably the weakest of the two seeds. They're, they're not a, a big team, and they're not a great rebounding team, and they they turned the ball over against Michigan State. Usually they're the one with the positive turnover margin. Uh, I think they were plus five turnover margin, and and, and they wound up flipping that with Michigan State. And Michigan State's not a turn up forcing team, but, but Tom Izzo's done an amazing job with those guys. Um, I think Tennessee and Kansas State, that, that opened up for them. And Tennessee is way more physical than Florida Atlantic. Uh, and, and that Kansas State-Michigan State game is going to be great. But Kansas State has, uh, has a one-two punch with Marquise Noel, their little point guard, and then Keontae Johnson that's going to be difficult to contain. Uh, but, but Michigan State can, can shoot it from multiple positions. They can go small. Uh, they can play a little bit bigger. Uh, they're, they're gonna be a difficult challenge, but but I think I think that region and then the South opened up completely for Alabama now. I thought they had a pretty good path before, but Arizona was the one team I thought could really give them a problem. Uh, now now it's it's a uh, it's a very, very easy path for them to take on San Diego State who has a problem scoring, but they can really guard and they can make it a physical contest and slow it down and then the winner of, of Creighton Princeton which I expect to be Creighton but but Princeton can, if they make 10 or 12 threes they can certainly make that make that a, a problem for the Blue Jays.
1: And the UCLA Gonzaga game now with Kansas out the 2-3 that's fascinating to me that one. How 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 far of a run can the winner of that game go do you think well, in the 16th, Jay?
3: They can they can certainly go you know go to the the final four. I mean you know UCLA uh, before the tournament started, actually before the uh, the end of the regular season, was a favorite to win this thing. One of the, one of the probably half dozen favorites to win it. But then Jalen Clark got hurt. He's their best defender. He may be the country's best perimeter defender. Their best transition player. Only he and and Arizona's de Tabellas scored. Uh, they were the two leading scorers in transition in the Pac-12 on the season. Uh, and, and he's a downhill driver that goes right into your chin every time he takes it up. Um, but without him, they're not as good. Other guys have stepped forward. You know, the the quote-unquote role players that, that are in a role, but doesn't mean that's all they can do. Like Amari Bailey stepped forward and had done a good job, and Tiger Campbell scored more. But Gonzaga can really score. They're, they're the, the probably the best offensive team in that region. Um, it, it'll be interesting to see if they can rebound and defend uh, w- with UCLA, but that'll be a h- hopefully a high scoring game because you remember in the Final Four a few years, a couple years ago, they played that game where Jalen Sucks hit that shot at the end, that half court shot yeah. they went at it in the bubble. Um, you know, it'd be nice to see a little bit more scoring in some of these games that have turned into slugfests. But I still think UConn is the best team in that region, uh, and they're, they're playing the best right now. But, uh, you know, playing the best doesn't mean anything if you don't carry it forward into next week.
1: And in the Midwest, it's the only um, region in the bracket where the top three seeds survived, and Miami of Florida is the fifth seed that knocked off fourth seed at Indiana. So how do you see that one playing out, Jay?
3: Well, I think Houston and, and Texas are the two best teams. I would expect them both to advance, even though Miami's—they've got Miami's got so many shot makers, um, Isaiah Wong and Jordan Miller, uh, Nigel Pack. Those guys can really score, and they don't—they can create their own, which is is unique. Uh, they're kind of like an NBA team in that regard. But the biggest factor is going to be their big guy, Norchad O'Meara, transferred in there from Arkansas State. He's a he's a double double guy and really formidable, even though he's only about six eight. Uh, but if Houston's completely healthy, uh, I think Houston Houston can win that game because they're so good defensively and they're so good on the glass. Uh, they can they can cause a lot of problems for Miami. And then that if Houston and Texas get through, um, you know, it's it's basically offense against defense. Like Houston doesn't score as efficiently as Texas does, uh, but but they're better defensively and, and better on the glass. But uh, I I think that's got the makings. If the one and two get there, that's got the makings of the best regional final, I think.
1: A couple more minutes left here with Jay Billis uh, from ESPN on the Rich Eisen Show. Is Brandon Miller the best pro prospect left in the tournament? Would you peg him? Yes. Okay, that's a yes. Yes,
3: no question. I mean, he's 6'8". He can can defend. uh, He rebounds well. uh, He gets his own misses a lot. Um, Quick to the ball, and he can really shoot it. Um, he's got deep range, uh, a quick release, even though it's not a high release. Uh, He's the real deal. He's the best college player and I think the best pro prospect. But they've got a bunch of pro prospects on that team. Uh, Alabama is uber talented. And it's almost like they've got two players at every position. You know, they can bring Damari Burnett off the bench and he can really defend. And Jaden Bradley, uh, he was their starting point guard. Now Javon Quinterly started. They've got a lot of options. They, they play like an NBA team. They space the floor kind of like the Houston Rockets did when James Harden was there or, or the Milwaukee Bucks now. Um, they're, they're not hugging the three point line. They're, they're five feet beyond it, so they can step into a three. And if you don't guard the ball against them and they get penetration and force help, they're kicking it out to three point shooters and they can make 10 or 12 in a game. Uh, and Brandon Miller, I mean, he's had 40, 32, I think he had 36 against Gonzaga, had 41 against South Carolina uh he hadn't even played his best in the tournament because of a, a a groin injury but um you know they're the best team now whether the best team wins this thing it doesn't always happen that way but uh but they they have the best balance of big time offense and they can really defend and defend the rim
1: so then let me flip the script here give me the best player in the tournament remaining that isn't a pro prospect that is just going to finish up their career whether it's this year or throughout you know, and I know that that that's saying somebody quote unquote can't, but I guess give me somebody who's not on, if you would, if you will, the radar screen of professional basketball scouts. That's the best player left in this tournament that can flip things around.
3: Jay. That's a good question. It's probably Tyson Walker, I would say, from Michigan State. Um, he's such a he transferred in from Northeastern, and he he was an all defensive player uh, at Northeastern. He's a he's a really good defender. Uh, and he can really shoot it, uh, and and works really well off screens. He can play point. He's got he's got really deep range, really good mid range game. Uh, Michigan State's interesting uh, this year. I mean, they've lost twelve games and they've had some ups and downs. And you know, I was there when they played Indiana, and uh, it was right after Rich that that yeah. horrific shooting on campus that right. the lives of three students and five others were were injured, and hospitalized, and. I've never been, I've never had a feeling like that. And Tom Izzo took on so much of that emotional, uh, I don't even know what to call it, the emotional weight of, of that community. And, uh, and I can't think of a better person to have handled all that. Like Tom's one of the truly great, not only one of the great coaches, he's one of the truly great guys in the game. And uh, and I'm not surprised that that he's having this kind of success with this team, but it's not one of his most talented. It's not one of his best rebounding teams. Their interior strength is not the same as it's been with some of his other Final Four teams. But uh, there's something there with this group that they've battled through uh, every every thing you can imagine on the adversity level, and uh, and Tom has done a again. A, a there's just there's just not a better person in the game than Tom Izzo.
1: Well, I, I know obviously his best man at his wedding and vice versa. And Steve Mariucci they're they're the same person. You know what I mean? That as far as I'm concerned, and a plus, a plus plus. And I, I last Big Ten team standing, man. Last Big Ten team standing, Michigan State. Who to thunk it? Unbelievable. Um, thanks for the call, Jay. Greatly appreciate it, man. As always.
3: Always a pleasure. I'm going to get back to below deck right now. I think Captain Sandy is about to go. Below
1: deck. (laughs) I didn't see that one coming. Nope. I didn't see it. You you caught me with that one. But uh, but you always have me at hello as well. Jay, look for more of my calls. We'll chat again soon. Thanks again, sir. Take care, brother. Right back at you. That's Jay Billis. At Jay Billis, must follow. If we had to come up with a top ten list, or top five. Let's come up with a top five list. A, with all due respect, top five list. (laughs) Okay. With all due respect, the last thing we need in the sports world is, that's a top five list. I don't know where it would be on the list, but this is, again, with all due respect, the last thing we need in the sports world is Alabama being just as good at basketball as they are at football. Yeah. Fact.
0: You just made
1: the list! And I know... I'm talking to a Georgia guy yeah, over there. Uh, but, yeah. but outside of that. Fact. We do not need Alabama to get good at basketball. <laughs> it, it's not just good. You just. I know. Great, that, I know. That it's like that was great. you were with Jason. They got two guys at every position. Yeah. They don't just space the floor. They expand it by stepping so far behind the three point line that they step into their threes. And if you have to guard it all the way out there, they'll slice you up underneath. That was one with of the, the best player in college
2: basketball. Uh
1: huh.
0: That was one of the things I did notice uh, watching the games over the weekend. First off, they they really moved back the three point line. It's it's almost an NBA three now, which is cool. But these kids don't care. They're still five feet behind it, launching bombs. I
1: told you, Noel of Kansas State hit a three to tie the game with Kentucky with six minutes to go in his left foot was on one of the M's of the March Madness it's logo. But the, that, is, it's so, that is such a large a logo. logo.
0: But still, the range of these kids now is just its unbelievable.
1: Alabama, just as good at basketball as they are at football. This
0: is a good top five. Hold on, I'm going to come over. Top
1: five things, things that... We, <laughs> they got a long way to go, though. To uh, be no, well, they no, have no, to I win, know. what, like five well, out of yeah. nine? Well, they got a long excuse way me, to go. Yeah, yeah. Excuse me, the first step. Is to one. win the next four games. Get the first one. The yeah. one. Win the next four games. Is that number one? Is Alabama? I don't know. I've, I just came uh, up with the list. Just It came in my, popped in my head as Billis has started to just talk about how terrific Brandon Miller is and how deep and your favorite to win this current NCAA men's basketball tournament Alabama is. All right, Last got, thing we need, I folks. Got, I got a few. We don't want it. I know <laughs> folks down in Tuscaloosa are like, yeah, we want it. Get yeah! out of here.
2: here we and all the Alabama
1: <laughs> fans, coast to coast, they're like, what are you talking about? We've been terrible. Can you give us this one? I'm like, I'm not giving you this one because you've had everything else. Yeah, you don't need that. At least George is not in this tournament, <laughs> with all due respect. <laughs>
0: All right, I got three right off the top of my oh, head.
1: Oh, boy. Do you really? Yeah. All right, let's, let's workshop this. 844-204-RICH, <laughs> number to dial. Your phone calls an overreaction Monday when we come back with Eric Musselman of Arkansas and then Michigan State's Tom Izzo still to come. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls,
3: how to refine your mental models, and how to think about...
1: Back here on the Rich Eisen Show radio network, joining the live Rich Eisen Show stream on the Roku channel. You can watch us every day on the Roku channel and listen to us every single day on the Rich Eisen Show radio network. I'm sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk, furnished by Granger, which supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger is the right product for you. Call, ClickGranger.com or just stop by. Gene in Florida has been hanging on for an hour, first in, first up. What's up, Gene? Hey, how are you doing? I just
3: wanted to talk about
2: Baltimore. Okay. Organization, <clears throat> And uh, my mother used to watch Trent Dover's kid back in 2001. We won two Super Bowls. And nobody seems, everybody's worried about Lamar Jackson. Does mm-hmm. anybody really care
3: about what happens to Baltimore? Right. And where do we go if somebody scoops up Lamar Jackson? After what? We built whole whole team. Yes for
2: him
1: well here's the reason why gene here's the reason why somebody might not scoop up lamar jackson and and, uh, you know one of the reasons why lamar hasn't had many uh, people to scoop him is that the ravens can just match whatever he gets anyway they're not going to just let him walk you know unless it's such an untenable contract and thanks for the call gene and for hanging on i mean that's the whole point of it for so many observers and whether somebody is going to go through the work, put out an offer sheet for Lamar Jackson, and then suddenly lose him at the last second when the Ravens just say, well, just take, thank you because we couldn't figure that out with him all this time. You did for us and now right. sold. Because in the same way that everybody's saying, well, the, the Jets have to get Aaron Rodgers. And my pushback is, Yeah, they do. The Packers have to get rid of him, too, because they've got somebody sitting right there. And the Jets have to get Aaron Rodgers because they're not willing, and understandably so, to go into the season to see if Zach Wilson can rebound and have it against the Bills twice a year and an improved Dolphins team twice a year and the Patriots who have their number twice a year and they also take on the AFC West. You know, to see if Zach Wilson can beat Mahomes and then maybe beat Herbert and then maybe beat Russell Wilson. Beat Jimmy G and they take on the Eagles. You want to see if Zach Wilson can take on? Jalen Hurts, fill in the blank. Aaron Rodgers now fills that blank. They're in a much better spot. The Ravens, if it's going to have to be an unbelievably exorbitant Offer sheet that they don't match because if they don't, I guess what? They they go into the season with Tyler Huntley. And he almost beat the Bengals in a playoff game. So I think the Ravens are not gonna let Lamar go. And in the meantime, all the stuff with Lamar is just as it as it just stays in the mix and stays unresolved. Did you see over the weekend? That I guess Lamar was at a a a club. Oh jeez. And he's at a club and somebody's got you know their phone going Mm -hmm. and they're like, Look who's here and it's Lamar and he's smiling and he's having a good time and he says, You coming back? And Lamar said something along the lines of, you know, yeah.
2: Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't tell and, what he said. In
1: and that and Lamar then had to put on his Instagram account. I couldn't hear a word that the guy was saying.
2: <laughs> that's what it looked like. I was trying to watch it, and Lamar was just like, "Yeah, yeah." That's
1: awesome. Which is that's, true. Like, uh, that's hilarious. By the way, it makes me feel great as a fifty-three-year-old. Where I'm like,
2: huh? <laughs> you know, in that's restaurants, exactly what it looked hilarious. like too. <laughs> That's
1: and hilarious. he's like, I couldn't hear a word he was saying. That's,
0: that <laughs> sounds no. kind of crazy.
1: So everybody's just like, you know, oh my god, you know, Lamar's response was, he's he's coming back, and he's just like, I, I couldn't hear a word the guy was saying. That's great. Well done. So we're we're in crazy town. But did I also see Lamar waiting. is gonna
0: post like a? interview or a tell-all with himself on his own YouTube channel. Okay. Coming up. Good. He's going to kind of quote break his silence.
1: What's his silence?
0: Well, we haven't really heard from him outside, yeah, we of, have. That, he's outside re- of a couple tweets. He
1: basically said that, you know, he was a good enough agent for himself to get three over 133 and the $200 million that supposedly he turned down is not true.
0: But we also did a whole segment like trying to guess what the context of those were.
1: Exactly. So, uh, I mean, he'll
0: explain. I don't know.
1: Yeah, he says he's ex- an exclusive interview with himself on Lamar Jackson Entertainment. Good for him on his YouTube page. So, yeah, he basically said, i uh, said, anybody who took his response to, you know, to this guy saying, you know, are you, are you coming back? I think I'm paraphrasing the exact exchange in this club, but I personally think that, the Colts should sign him an offer sheet, make it incredibly exorbitant, and either stick the Ravens with the Bill or get Lamar Jackson as their quarterback.
2: <laughs> right,
0: Yeah.
1: You know, that's what I would do if I'm the Colts. And then you heard today again Field Yates saying the Patriots and the Titans are teams you shouldn't overlook.
0: Yeah, and- Rob Ninkovich, also you know, former Pat Super Bowl winner, obviously said that, you know, New England should get in on this. And because it would change the landscape of the AFC, I,
1: I don't know if I'm gonna go like I'll eat a hat if the <laughs> Patriots do this.
0: I mean, eat something.
1: I I honestly don't know what <laughs> I don't I honestly don't know what it would be. I would that be that the Patriots the stunned. Patriots would flip their stunned. next two first round picks and pay more money to Lamar Jackson than they ever gave to Tom Brady. There's no that's not a hometown discount that would require.
0: Absolutely Because if Lamar
1: gives the Patriots a hometown discount, guess what? Ravens match that in two seconds.
0: Right. Also, it's one of those things, you know, just let's, let's consider this maybe as plausible, right? Wait till after the draft and there's still no deal. Nothing's really happened. Use your pick at 14. Then you kind of do what everyone said. Oh, well, Miami could get on on this after the draft. You got to figure if you get Lamar Jackson, you build around him, your first round picks are going to be, what, 25 or lower? Then who cares? What's two, what's, what's two picks in the high 20s if this drags on past the draft?
1: That's a different story if it drags on past the draft. And if I'm Lamar, I'd drag it on past the draft. I'd do that.
0: Well, he's already done it for two years, so what's a couple more months? I get
1: it. And plus, all he's doing is hanging out at a club and being <laughs> asked if he's coming back. And he says this is what he said. It's, it's happening. And I think what he's saying, it's happening, like somebody like, like, Hey man, it's happening. <laughs> big big cap. Big hat. Has <laughs> he got on? Big hat. Big, big hat. hat. <laughs> big hat. You love that. That was but, amazing. So he says it's happening. And everyone's like, Oh, it's happening. He's coming back. And he's just like, I couldn't I hear don't know what he anything.
0: Yeah. Or what? Or what?
1: So <laughs> All right, Uh, let's take a break, come back at Overreaction Monday. Let's do that. We'll have a ton of runway for that. More of your phone calls at 844-204-RICH, number to dial. And we also set up uh, our friend uh, Tom Izzo coming back to the program. Eric Musselman of Arkansas basketball as well. That's still to come here on the Rich Eisen Show. I, as you know, as a Michigan Wolverine, um, have – Two teams I root for. Michigan and anybody playing Ohio State. And normally, you can throw into that mix anybody playing Michigan State. Mm -hmm. I have an extreme dislike for Michigan State. Extreme dislike. Understood. For Michigan State. In-state rivals, again, push back on the Ohio State Buckeye fans, your main rival is us. We at Michigan, are your main rival. Michigan has another rival, happens to be in-state. Who's Ohio State's in-state rival? They don't have one. They don't have one, one, and there's nobody even remotely close that could come to push them. (laughs) Ohio University. Yeah, right. The Bobcats? Miami of Ohio? (laughs) No. No. You know, honestly, when Michigan fans call Ohio State Ohio, it's kind of funny for us. Because we, it's just like you're all part of the same mix. Ohio State, Ohio, Oxford, Miami, Ohio, whatever. Even though we know that's not true. Whenever an, uh, a um, somebody on TV misidentifies the school as Michigan, <laughs> ask a Michigan State fan what they like about that. Not Not at all. And sometimes, you know, I've even heard Michigan State being used for Michigan because somebody misspeaks, my point is this: I really don't like the Spartans <laughs> at all. I love Tom Izzo, and I'll be—I I, got to shoot everyone straight here. Uh, normally, you could sit here. Anybody who sits, well, I got to root for the Big Ten when my team's not in the Big Ten. That everyone's out—that's—that's that's false. That's false. that it? is false. That is false. I flew back from the. Fiesta Bowl this year, hat in hand, Michigan hat in hand, bummed, rooting so hard for Georgia. When that ball was dropping at the same time that Ohio State was kicking a field goal to try and win the uh, Citrus, right? Is that what it was, playing the Citrus. Okay. And I knew that you know I was watching the ball drop because some of my kids wanted to see it in the house. And I knew when I hit the previous button back, I would be either elated or completely depressed <laughs> if Ohio State was was in
2: mm-hmm.
1: and Michigan was out. So that's nonsense. That I'm rooting for the conference. Those days are over, over. But I am. I'm rooting for Michigan State. To win it all? I'm rooting for Michigan State because I love Tom Izzo. I love what he stands for. And this school, having been through the ultimate nightmare of a campus shooting, an on-campus shooting, and what Izzo represents to that community and that program and these people and these kids – and I understand there's 15 other teams with stories and, and I'm sure tragedies as well. I, I'm, 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 I'm rooting for Michigan State. I've never said those words before.
0: <laughs> How's it feel?
1: Um, weird, yeah. and I'm sure Spartans fans are like, we don't want you, <laughs> and, and I understand that too. I understand that too, but when Izzo came on a few weeks ago and said how he felt welcome on the campus at Ann Arbor because Ann Arbor, for the grace of God, goes Ann Arbor or any other campus to go through what Michigan State went through and is going through right now and what Izzo's trying to pull off one-third of the way home now. I'm rooting for him. I'm rooting for Tom Izzo. I'm rooting for Michigan State Athletics. I can't believe I'm saying those words, but it's the truth.
0: He's easy to root for. He's, uh,
1: he's, great, he's great people. He's He and Mooch are literally, I think, yeah. brothers from another mother. You know? So, obviously, I've got a, a soft spot there. And I also, having been in Ann Arbor... And associated with that school for so long, I do know what it means to people at Michigan State. So I guess the list is Tom Izzo and Magic Johnson, and that's it. I'm I don't believe it off. that's it. I'm cutting it off. You like
2: Morton Anderson. No, I like that uh, for a what, fact. You know what? You like Jamel. You like Jamel Hill. Oh, okay. You like Morton Anderson. Okay. Bubba Smith.
0: <laughs> you just listening. Le'Veon Bell? Gretchen, Gretchen Whitmer? I'm not saying I... I, I.
2: <laughs> Chris Hansen? To catch a predator? You gotta enjoy his work. Uh, are you now Googling Michigan State? Uh, well, well, no, uh, I, these things I knew. You have to enjoy Hansen. He does He does good work. Right, catch so the maybe, the, maybe, maybe there's room for more, but... Wow.
1: <laughs> right, that's the cutoff. That's... No Gibson? more.
2: There's <laughs> No more. Sam Raimi went to Michigan State. No more. State.
1: Steve Garvey? All right.
2: You should do that. <laughs>
1: Let's hit it. Overreaction Monday. Hit it. Hit Let's it. Hit go. it. That was terrible. That was crap. That
2: was garbage. That's why it sucks.
0: Overreaction Monday's
1: Monday. Christopher, what do you have?
0: Hey, everybody. Good to see you guys. Hope hey. you had a great weekend. We're back. What up, bro? Let's get to it. Um, There'll be no news on Lamar and Rodgers until NFL Draft Night. First round. Thursday night. No news.
1: Again, it's the Midnight League, man. It's the midnight league.
0: That's twelve oh
1: one, really. I mean, and and um, you're going to be impressed. That's midnight. For that's midnight. That's midnight for Jets and Rodgers. Not midnight for Lamar Jackson. It might be midnight for the Ravens. They might be pushing to give Lamar a deal and take him off the market, so he doesn't make a deal after this year's draft, and suddenly they've got to wait another year to supplement Tyler Huntley and the Ravens, but it's still their option to just sign them in the offer sheet, deal with them, deal with it. Then it's their choice to lose them. True. So oh, wow. I, I, I'll i say that's not an overreaction. I'll say, and by the way, as a host of an NFL draft where there's a, a question mark as to who the first overall pick is, and you know, it's going to be a quarterback add these two quarterback logs on the fire and you can warm yourself by that hearth for the entire weekend. I'm 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 all in on that. Uh
0: okay. Uh we just mentioned it a second ago, but Field Yates stirred it up, Rob Ninkovich stirred it up. The Patriots go in on Lamar, top three team in the AFC. They're not going in Lamar.
1: That is so Yeah, but that's not the that's not, not, not the question. So <laughs> that's not, how that's how not the question. Not, that's not how this works. That is the biggest, dumbest if no. in the history no. of ifs. No. I don't think so. I mean, it, but uh, what this, is this? Is it, this this, one of those, this
0: is the statement.
1: Is this one of those nineteen eighties soul swapping movies where <laughs> suddenly, Freaky Friday? I don't know. <laughs> where like what Les Snead? It takes over Belichick's body and f all the picks suddenly, really? or,
0: or Bill does not move like this. Right? Goes out.
1: He's, he's like his one last passes, major act.
0: Passes Shula in the next two years and
1: then sets
0: hands it off to Gerard Mayo and away we go. Ten more years. Top three team in the AFC if they get Lamar. Sure, sure. Answer it for real. Yeah, if
1: the the Patriots get Lamar Jackson. Where are they? Name the top three. You got the Chiefs, you got the Bengals, and then the Patriots are in that mix. Ahead of the Bills? They're in the mix.
0: Ahead of the Bills? Top three? They're better than the
2: Bengals.
1: Yeah, sure. Why not? (laughs) All right, so they're not. How about this? It's a dumb supposition, and the Patriots (laughs) are not still top three. You're the worst. What else? (laughs) I'll tell you, this is real, and I really believe. But this. Wh- by the way, welcome to the rest of us of being oh, a fan thanks. of an NFL team, Total hoping for the impossible to happen. So, welcome to the rest of us after your I know. water skiing behind the Brady yacht for two decades. I miss Tom Brady so much. Uh, <laughs> this one, I actually do think <laughs>
0: this is real. This this one's real. This is not a pipe dream. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Great setup. (laughs) The Lions are going to win the NFC North. Okay.
1: Ooh. I like it. I like it. Rodgers is gone. They're good. Ding dong. Yeah. The NFC North, witch is dead. Uh Uh-huh. In Chicago and in Detroit and Minnesota, absolutely. Jordan Love's first full season as a starting quarterback. Justin Fields' second full season as a starting quarterback. And the Minnesota Vikings in you know in in what they hope is a defensive turnaround and their offense stays just as hot. I still the, absolutely that's entirely possible. No doubt about it. I like the cut of your jib, sir. Good thank, one right there. You got I it. will say that. Yes, that is not an overreaction. This one, the, the the NFC North minus Rogers. Yeah. And the NFC South minus Brady. Wide open. I don't- to be fun, yeah. Right.
0: And because I like all you guys, here's one for you, TJ. Hey, oh, okay. You See the move the Cowboys made yesterday. Yeah, Brandon cooks. Mm-hmm. Cowboys are having the best off season in the NFC
2: East. <laughs> come on, <laughs> come on. That's easy. I,
1: how is that easy? <laughs> that's an easy. No I I know the Eagles. Have lo- I back. know the I know the Eagles have lost a ton of people, including their two coordinators. But I I, I don't think that they're appreciably worse. Oh, no
0: Miles that's, Sanders. That's not the
1: question, though. Who's no, having the better no. offseason? Which is what? Gardner, Which is right? Who are we bringing in as who opposed you, to who we lost? So you brought in Stephon Gilmore. Yes. And you brought in Cooks. Brandon Cooks, who's now been acquired for... Let me get this right. I, I so saw this. So many draft Hold picks. on a minute. So this many, is nuts. So many drafts. Is he picks. the Robert Ori of the NFL? He's been
0: traded four times. Minus the rings.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I mean... Hold on a minute. I, I got this down. I bookmarked it on my flight home. There you go. No, I didn't. We'll just tap Damn in. it. Uh, no. I did not. What? He had two ones, a two, a three, two fives, and a two sixes now he's been traded for. Me? It's wild. Yes. Yeah, sh- sure. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> Cowboys have won the first two weeks of March. That's kind the, of only, the only thing more insignificant how can you mind, say that's in, is, insignificant? Is the though the J- Jets the Jets the Jets won the Thursday before the Super Bowl? That was a great night to win Super Bowl week. <laughs> How Outside of winning on Sunday night of Super Bowl week, next best thing is to win NFL Honors night. So there's that.
3: <laughs> Settle down just a little bit. It might have it might have helped
1: Rogers's intentions. Maybe. What else? The heat is strong. With have this you been one?
0: watching WBC at all? It's been incredible. Okay. Trey Turner hit another two more bombs yesterday. USA into the finals. Winner Faced winner of Japan-Mexico. WBC is the best all-star exhibition tournament in sports.
1: Well, wouldn't you say the World the Cup?
0: Best. No.
1: Come on, <laughs> Chris. No, You don't know why? This is the World Cup of baseball, you I don't guess. Lie. You
0: don't
2: know why? <laughs> no. Team
0: USA not good at soccer.
1: Oh, We're I see what you're
2: good. saying. We're good. And all the this. countries
0: are mad into it. It's so fun. It's like... It's an appetizer. World Cup, you know, it's during the summer, it's in the middle of all these guys as like club tournament, club season. This is before baseball. Yes. It's everyone really ramped up and it hyped does. for the yes, season. It is great. I haven't been this excited for baseball in years. That's great. It's, it's Brilliant.
1: great. It'll be great. Who's closing for the Mets? <laughs> Good question. Who's playing second base for the Astros? Don't
0: care. Not my problem. Not your
1: problem. <laughs> Not your problem.
0: Can we so. I
1: guess I'm glad Aaron Judge isn't, you know.
0: Not playing, not in. That's what I'm saying.
1: Because yeah, what matters is well, the Yankee season. I would like Team USA to win. Great. Two
0: guys out of a thousand get injured. Uh huh. Don't don't be like Keith Olbermann.
1: There's the world. There's the World Cup, pal. Come on. Move along. I mean, I'm as big a baseball no. fan as there are, no. as there is.
0: By the way, I totally forgot about the. You, World
1: Cup let's sneak in one that. more. Oh, you forgot about that. <laughs> I, huh? I wrote that. I was like, <laughs> <"Well>, sorry <what? laughs> for, sorry for the most obvious retort. <laughs> you're not Didn't, thinking it, think it through, it. are you?
3: Didn't
1: even That's you're right. just. You're too busy overreacting. One
3: uh, more. Uh,
0: oh, yeah, I have two I'm I'm one one I have more. Two more but okay, well, Well, Bron might be back before the end of the season. Darvin Ham said, "Lakers don't need him to make the playoffs." I would agree. Well, well the
1: play-in, right? They can get to the play-in. They're
0: currently tenth.
1: There you go. That's all you need. Just uh, you know, just all you need is a a, a ten seed in a dream. I don't think they need him to make the playoffs. I think they need him to advance in the playoffs. That's for sure. Yeah. All right. One more. Sneak in one more.
0: Last one. A team seeded fifth or higher, so fifth and below, will make. Will win the championship this year.
1: Seated fifth or higher. There's so that's seven. There's San seven Diego of them. State, Creighton, Princeton, Florida, Atlantic, Michigan State, Miami, Arkansas.
0: One of those teams cutting the nets down.
1: I'll still say that's an overreaction. It's I'll still a, say that. It's
0: been a wild tournament, man. Now I
1: know it. it. I get it. I think Alabama's going to advance in the South. Man, Kansas State was Really good. Yeah. Really good. There are three. Michigan State has a shot to cut, but only win it two ball? of the matchups are chalk. Miami, Arkansas. No, I, I will still take UCLA, Gonzaga, UConn, Houston, Alabama, Tennessee, and Kansas State. I'll take that field over the other field. But good one, made me think. Well done, Chris. I couldn't come up with a World Cup retort. <laughs> On that one. Yeah, that was a bad one. <laughs> okay, Lakers, I
2: think, do need LeBron, because they're on the cusp of not making this play. Eric Musselman and Tom Izzo
1: coming up.
0: I, mean, I know we say this every time we talk about the NBA, but the West is so crazy. That's what I'm saying. Like, Between 4 and 12 is four games.
1: Morant returns tonight.
0: Well, he's eligible to return. Okay. They haven't announced yet. I mean. But say the Pelicans win out. They could be the four seed, and they're currently twelve the West is insane
1: i, I you know it's just <laughs> I don't know where I stand on the whole Dylan Brooks thing with of clay him and- clay clay's you know counting his rings in his face and he he says he won't be discussed if he's irrelevant, why is he making him more relevant by listening to him
0: why are you talking to him exactly
1: yeah I don't
2: you know. You gotta like it. For I years, all oh, I, I hear I, about is I've been uh, NBA's ruined because all these guys are friends. Well, now you got that's guys like Booker and Luca and Dylan Brooks who don't like nobody. I do love that? Uh, like so, yeah. Let the let these guys kind of get. That's their what shot. I'm saying. I, that's
1: I, as I as what I said, the Grizzlies are my my favorite team coming on out of the <laughs> NBA All Star game where everybody was all buddy buddy. Sham says they're not. Sam Sham says Jock ja could return on Wednesday. Okay. Okay, let's get Durant back healthy. Let's get everyone back. Let's go. Just in time. Just in time. Let's go. And Austin Reeves keep on scoring thirty five
2: a night. Well, they're going to need it. Look at the Clipper fan over there. Bang.
1: Look at look, look at Clipper TJ over
2: Ooh, there. Because finally, I think Russell Westbrook is kind of figuring out his yeah what he's doing on this squad. Clippers are balling. I hear you.
1: Kawhi better play this week. It's my playoffs. He better he better I'm play. play. That's first thing on his mind. <laughs>